everybody. I'm Al Mega, your host of the Comic Crusaders Podcast. Welcome, one and all. And today we have an awesome show lined up for you with an amazing independent creator. He's more than that. He's a writer and a publisher in T-Pub Comics, all right? He's the creator of Twisted Dark, Tabitha, The World of Chub Chub, Tortured Life. And guess what? Tomorrow, volume two of his kick-ass book, The Atrix, is going to be live on Kickstarter. Who am I talking about? It's the one and only Neil Gibson. What's going on, brother? Woo! Hi, that's a great intro. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's popping, brother? How you doing today? What's popping? Um, nothing much, but your enthusiasm is making me feel nervous. Like, yeah, everything's great. <laughs> Wonderful. It should be great because tomorrow, The Atrix, volume two, it's going live on Kickstarter, and wow, what a book. Holy smokes. Folks, honest to goodness, I was reading the book prior to the, to the show, and I just could not put it down. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm busy. G- give me some time. <laughs> I can't stop reading what I'm reading right now. It's amazing. And, of course, you know, going back to Theatrics Volume 1, I mean, it's, it's a very cool story. But of course, this man has done a lot. So, I mean, writer and a publisher at EIC of T Pup Comics. So, before we move on, I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself, Neil, like where you're hailing from, and then give us a little bit of information about T Pub and what's that, what that is all about. Uh, sure. Well, my name is Neil Gibson. I'm from the UK. Um, okay. The funny thing is, I never actually wanted to be a writer. I, I, really? I got into comics late. I, I got into comics in my 20s. Uh, I thought they were all just. Um, Kid stuff or Spider Man, which I did love for a while, but I kind of got bored of it. So I, I was done. I'd grown up, and then when I was in my twenties, someone gave me a copy of Watchmen, um, which, by mm. the way, is not on my bookshelf because I, I, I think I bought six copies of it. I keep lending it out to people, and then they never give it back to me. So um, it's that good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. That's what got me hooked on comics. Look at behind me. Um, yeah, so I was in my twenties, and I, I, I just wow. it was so it made me think so much, and it made me realize how. If, prejudiced i was to think that uh comics isn't for me it's like saying oh books aren't for me or tv isn't for me or, or music isn't for me you just have to find the right content for you Absolutely. Um, and so some people uh, i love some marvel and, uh, and dc stuff but if you get bored after a while once i try something different doesn't mean you've gone out of comics try some indies um, yes that's that's my viewpoint anyway um so well, t-pub started because i was stuck on a project in the middle east um i used to work ridiculous hours and that project was actually quite easy. I was back in the hotel by seven at night. I thought, well, what do I do? My friends and family back in the UK. Um, I thought I'd try writing a comic. Okay. And I was really shocked because the first book I put out went to number one on Amazon in the UK. Really? Uh, Ooh. Nice. <laughs> well, on your yeah. first try? Awesome. I-, I wasn't expecting it. And then, so I thought, well, I have a good career, but if I can make this work, I get to make work, make comics for a living. So I gave myself two years and I'm still doing this. Uh, Eight years later. Wow, eight years. I mean, it's funny. You did, you said you didn't get into comics at 20s. I mean, in my 20s, I was reading, you know, graphic novels on the subway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just on the train. Like, yeah, you got something to say? I mean, most people would be like, ooh, that looks cool. What's that about? You know, so very open energy in New York, which is really great. So That's so cool right. in the UK, I'd be on the train reading the comic, and I'd be embarrassed and, like, hiding it. It's not fun here. Too funny. All right, so you know you create T Pub. You know you get your first you know written work out there becomes a, a big seller out there. Amazing. Um, when did you say okay? Let me let me create this comic book. Uh, you know uh, what was it? The uh, Twisted Dark, correct? That was one of the that's, first projects. That was you did? The first one, yeah. 
Yeah, man. So how, how did that process, being that you didn't make comics before, how did that work out for you, especially in, in finding the team and all, and then getting the project done? Because it was your first time. Yeah, it's a lot easier now than it was when I first... When, like, but the thing is, when you don't know what you do, you're doing, just do it anyway. You'll learn along the way. If you, the, only way the best way to learn is by doing. Um, yes. But finding artists was, was a rather humiliating experience. Um, really? so, yes, because... Well, I, I, wrote, I wrote the scripts, and I, had to fly, I flew back to London for a, a holiday break from the project. And I thought, I need to find artists. So I thought, if I went to a comic shop, maybe they'd know some artists. And... Some of the clientele of comic book shops aren't the most socially able people, right? So, <laughs> Truth. <laughs> it's true. So I, I went into a comic shop, and there was this young girl, and she was stacking the books up there. I said, hi, I'm, I'm looking for comic book artists. And she goes, yeah, the comics are all over there. I said, no, looking for artists? You know, humans? <laughs> people that know how to draw. <laughs> yes, but I didn't say it that well. She just thought I was the strangest man in the world. Um, so I got, I got a bit more confidence and I, I managed to find people um, through comic shops and also online. And now it's so much easier on, online. Um, oh, but also, I didn't know how much to pay people and, and how the process worked. And you, you just learn by doing. Mm. I made many mistakes along the way. And the original... Actually, here. Uh-oh, we got it. We got it. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, there's like 12 of these left in the world. This is the, the original one. It's not the right size. So, oh, kind book at random here. What is this? This is okay. This is this is this is US comic size. Oh, I, I printed, man. Yes. I printed it the wrong size. Okay. The, the, the print quality is awful. I look at the lettering. Look how amateur that lettering is. Hold on. Let me put you on this main screen, right? And then we're going to do this. Look at that. It's just wow, it, yes. it's, oh man, it, <laughs> yeah, the artwork is bad. Uh, I mean, I, I fixed it since then. But you look back at the early stuff and you you move on from it. You're not going to improve unless you actually make something. So True. now I'm making volume eight of it right now. Um, I'm actually I have a I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but I have a producer who's pitching it for a TV series. Beautiful. Um, so I, we're going off on tangent. What was your original question? I've forgotten. No, man, you go off on the tangent. I love it because not, not even that hopefully has an opportunity for optioning. Let's get it done, kiddo. I mean, also, as again, but the question was, of course, about forming the team, you know, and, and getting it together. But again, you know, that, that's great. I'm, I'm happy a lot of independent that people are looking towards that market now in, in regards to creations. So that way we could get a, a TV show, a film out of it. Because in the market, like as we spoke, you know, briefly before coming on live, for me, that's where it's at. I mean, Big Two is awesome, and they're trying to appease, but why do you want to kind of read stuff from someone trying to appease you as opposed to reading something that comes so natural? I know I know with theatrics, a lot of things and topics discussed in this book, I was like, oh, shit. I mean, people, why are not people talking about this amazing title? But anyway, again, so let's get back to forming your team. So you got the artist, and now that's easier, right? So so how was it to put, and then you printed the book in the wrong format. <laughs> I mean, what else did you learn from here in that first time around? Well, I also let's learn how to deal with artists. And actually, I built my my model of things. So, okay, building a team, as I'm trying to stick to the topics, um, there are three things as independent creators you need to do. You need to create the content, you need to have distribution, and you need marketing, all those three. And okay. now, for me, content creation is probably the easiest. Distribution, you're kind of reliant on 
Diamond and we and or your book distributors, how you are. And marketing is frankly my weakest area. I don't do social media. Um, I'm, you don't have it, the time. You're busy, bro. <laughs> I just don't get it. I I, I don't. I, I I just find it like it's it's sucks to you in, and the time just disappears. I like to make something. Um, I hear you. But only those are the three areas, and so you have to have people involved in all those areas. And for for the team, you need to have a. I use Twisted Dark series. It's a spin-off series as a sort of testing bed. So they're all short stories of different lengths. And I, I like an artist's work, but there are different elements to artist's work because some people can draw amazing art, but they can't do it sequentially. Or yes. they're prima donnas, they're difficult to work with, or they're unreliable, or they just, you just don't communicate well. So I use that in people's stories. And if we work well together, then I promote them and give them their own series if they want to work together. Ah, okay. Um, and... So, but, but those are the three areas, and and the team do change. It's like any company you you work at; people come and go, and and that's cool. But we try and stick by the values of the company, which is up there on the wall there. It's just if you want to know, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, let's do it. What what are the values? Of course, I mean it's important. I think these are great tools for for independent creators that may be watching for them to kind of see how T Pub works too. What are those values? Let's get it done, kiddo. <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, there, there are six values. And the truth is we will all fail them occasionally. Um, but it's all, and, but I'll go through them. The first is reliability. Like do what you say you'll do on time because we're a team. And if, if you're a weakest link in the chain, the whole chain breaks. So that's the oh, most absolutely. important one. The second one is honesty. Okay. Um, don't ever lie. Just say the truth about things. And if you're always reliable and always honest, that builds trust. And you have the, that's, that's cementing the team in the first place. Yes. Um, and uh, the third thing is respect, because you can all you can be honest, but you can be rude. There's no need for that. Be respectful yes. to others about things. Now, if everyone is reliable, honest, and respectful, that is a good company to work for. And that that's just the base. Those are the three base ones. The next level is speed. Whenever you when you decide to do something, run with it. Make it happen. The world is more competitive every day, so just do it fast. You ain't lying. And, and the, the fifth, fifth value is growth. And this is the one that I care most about. How much have you grown and learned, especially from mistakes, because we all make mistakes, and how much have you helped other people grow? Mm. And if we're all working quickly and we're all growing, getting better, as well as the base foundation, that is a great company to work for. Yes. And then the highest level is fun. We should be laughing and having fun every day because we get to work in comics. Hell yeah. <laughs> Preach. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. The, the truth is, anytime I'm not having fun, it's because one of those other five values have, have failed. Someone didn't do something on time. Someone wasn't honest. Mm. Someone wasn't respectful. Someone didn't learn from their mistakes. Someone took too long. And sometimes, it's often, it's me who's done it. And that's because okay. we'll all break those values at one point, and we rely on the team to make sure, did you do that right? Gotcha. 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 I love that. So each one of those values does run into one another, if you will, in a sense, as you said. So if one fails, almost everything else will fail too. Well, certainly, I, I, whenever I'm not having fun, it's because one of the others is broken. And uh, But I, I build models for everything. So um, God, I'm, I'm really going to geek out here. I'm going to get some paper and show you something if you want to see this. What do you mean, um, F? Come on, now. I got you on me because I, I, I want to know all about the world of Mr. G over here. Come on, now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, here, let me get this. You can tell how prepared I was. All right. <laughs> All right. 
because you talked about the team and when I first started making comics, it was never it was never a vision of mine to make comics. So okay. I had to give feedback to the artists about things I didn't like. So this is my my model for writing and then for artwork. So can you see that? There we go. Yes, okay, that pyramid. Okay. So yep. Imagine if you're flicking through. Um, uh, Imagine you're flicking. This is before Netflix days. You're on the TV, you're flicking through channels. <laughs> right? If you ignore the visuals for that right now, the first thing you notice is the dialogue. All right, it's a dialogue, and if the dialogue is stupid or if it's boring, you're going to change channels. Yes, you will. The next level is the is the plot or the genre. Is if it's if it's not a genre you care about, if you if you hate comedy or if you hate uh, romance or you hate action, whatever, or the plot. If the plot is Again, stupid or boring, you'll switch channels. Mm-hmm. What keeps you interested a bit longer is the characters. Like, do you find the characters interesting? Do you care about them? Do you fancy them? Do you hate them? Um, and what gets people really hooked is the universe. And that's yes. um, and some, you know, and that's why people dress up as the stormtroopers or the Night's Watch. It's not even the character; it's just the universe is so compelling to them. Yes. And this is the basis of writing. And. Uh, even if you have all of these, it's like the best joke in the world. You need to know how to tell it. And that's storytelling. And with comics, it's just the number of panels you have and what goes in each panel. That's the storytelling. Okay. And I ask people when I do, I do lectures sometimes, which of these do they think is most important? And I shall ask you, which do you think is most important? Man, for me, it's about the, the jump. So you got to capture me from the beginning, because if you don't, I'm gone. So that very top one. <laughs> well, the, the top one is actually, the, the, this is the premise. I didn't go into this. Uh, that's uh, level. Okay, gotcha. On the D, because, uh, you know, on dialogue. the top, the, the, yeah, the dialogue. I mean, if, if, it's, if it's not something that you, you got to capture me immediately. Okay. If, if I already don't like something that you even say, I'm out of it. And I've done this. Movies, like, I, there's a lot of movies today with a lot of social messaging. But sometimes when I want to watch a movie, I want to get away, not deal with the real world yet again. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as soon as uh, sometimes it's like if the topic is too heavy on social, I'm gone. So I'm gone. Next, I, I, I turn on, I put on a cartoon. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, OK, their dialogue catches me because I'm laughing from the get. No, I, I like that. It's, it has to be entertaining. Um, but different people have different things. A lot of writing characters are most important. But the thing is, everyone's different. Some people yes. care most about universe. Oh, it's set in the Wild West. I'm in. Some yeah. people just care about plot. Oh, if it's not a romantic comedy, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Pe- people have different preferences. But you have to hit, be as good as you can in all those areas and then tell it well. Gotcha. And that's just the writing. Then you have uh, the artwork. And this is the illustration. And... Stephen McIntosh's storytelling he threw out there is his is his pick. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, everyone's different. So this is um, if I can say this, this is this is the art side of things. So the first thing you notice is the quality or the style. Of course, you think the art is terrible, or maybe the art's a high quality. You just don't like the style. It's not for you. The next thing you notice is the clarity, and a lot of manga suffers from this because it is actually beautiful artwork, it but. Is. Can you understand what's happening instantly? And if you can't, that's like having an action scene where it's all jerky cameras and you can't see what's going on. It doesn't tell the story well enough. Now, some people may not care about that because they just care about the style of the artwork, but Mm -hmm. it's an important consideration for many. 
And the most important is that the choice of shot. And this is the pattern. This is how the artist chooses to frame that thing. Is it an intense um, you know, foreshortening? Is it a, a wide shot? Is it how big is the panel? And if you're doing a really good job, let's say there's a scene in a in, in a cafe when uh, two spies are talking, and one guy says, "I'm not cleaning up your mess." Then the artwork in the background, the waitress is cleaning up a spill that someone's that's, that's happened. Uh, you're doing it in the style of uh, of a noir, like the way, with the way the yes. lighting is. You're revealing stuff about the characters and guy, the way you sit, his body language, his clothes, the way he's smoking a cigarette, and revealing stuff about the universe, like what do, what, what are briefcases, what actually is happening over at the police station, what's going on. You're hitting hitting all of this as part of the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I made all these models for the team. I go into coloring and lettering and everything. So whenever I'm not happy with something, I'm very specific as to what it is I don't like. Because nice. just giving feedback, saying, I don't like that, doesn't help. You have to exp- say why. And if they want suggestions how to improve it, you can give it to them. But I prefer letting the other creators, the other team members, figure out the solutions themselves. Oh, nice. Yeah, listen, that's the way, that's how the team manages to work together well. And, and, and then, of course, like how you said, you, know, you, you have your joint, you're able to express the whys and be constructive about it. And then, hey, you have a team too. Let's work with the team. I like that. I love that. that that's the type of environments I like to surround myself with. Like, you know, I, empower one another. You know, let's learn it from one another. Let's teach one another. I mean, I love it, man. This tea pub. Hell, you hiring? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So you got stuff on process and everything. That's great. Uh, tea pubs sounds like an amazing folks here. Let me, let me uh, put it up. You got to follow them on, on their socials at tea pub comics. And it's also tea pub comics.com. Uh, correct. That's right. That's the website. Yes. All right. Um, so you got to visit that website folks. <laughs> yeah, follow on socials if you can um, because I'm never on social media it's, it's the other guys running it like uh, <laughs> Raymond and Stacey I, I, I don't know social media gotcha. if you say hi to Neil don't get mad if you don't reply he's just too busy creating you know come on now because he's definitely been Do you know mm-hmm. what happened I, I, I had messages for years on Facebook because <laughs> apparently if you're not friends with people they can message you I didn't know yes. that I just didn't oh, reply no. to for years I don't know this stuff. Oh my god, there was a musician on Instagram that you know, a famous musician, and he does, you know, he would just, you know, take a picture, put it up, didn't care. And one day he sat down and decided to say, "What's this dot, dot here that looks like messages?" He clicks that. He was getting hit up by so many celebrities, and, and, and he went on and did a video. I apologize, I was not ghosting you. I don't know how to use this. <laughs> you know, what I mean, <laughs> hysterical. I mean, because he was dissing big names that did not hear from him. And they would call back, like, hello, you there? <laughs> Hysterical. Ooh. Hysterical. So I know you've been busy, though, with the actress. Because that first, give us a little bit about the volume one that, that people could get. The volume one. Let us know a little bit about who Archie is and Sam and the world of the Because when you talk about world building, boy, I mean, you guys got it here amazingly. Again, I, I was hooked like a fish from the beginning. So give us a little bit on that theatrics volume one before we get into what volume two is all about. Sure. So, and people can read it for free online on Webtoons, theatrics. Um, it's, it, so it's set in the 1920s, the, the roaring 20s. And uh, Rudy Burns, at that point, uh, Broadway was the biggest um, uh, source of stars. And he's the hottest star on Broadway. Very leading man roles. He's living the fast life, spending money fast. And one night he gets drunk and walks home from a party and he's beaten up, mugged and left for dead. 
And because of that one incident, it changes everything in his life. He loses his his good looks. He loses his career, his job. He loses money. He loses his girlfriend, loses his apartment. He loses everything. Mm. But it's what mm. he decides to do next that gets interesting. Oh, yeah. He does a lot of stuff. And, um, and, and it's uh, it really pulls at the heartstrings because um, you, you wrote a hell of a story here, bro, with amazing art. Um, I feel that's, for Rudy. That's Leonardo, that's Leonardo uh, Gonzalez and also Jan Wingard for Colors. They're, they're, they're the geniuses. Oh, man. I mean, that art, brother. I mean, again, like you said, what captures you first? I mean, I, I went in, started reading that dialogue, the conversations, the settings, because I'm a fan of that era. <laughs> so it's like, you went after my heart, homie. And, and it was just great. I mean, an actor, yeah, you, you're talking about he was an actor and um, just the errors and the names being dropped. You know what I mean? Even when you read number one, you're going to see how uh, Sam, which is his boy, Says, yeah, you know, there was only one radio station before. Now, if we travel, there's like 500. I'm like, oh my God, this is really early on in, in those days, huh? I mean, what, what was it that inspired you to create it from that point of view, from that era? Um, <laughs> probably because of my dislike for social media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> time period when you know, <laughs> newspapers were the only source of information. Um, yeah. well, also just. I don't know about spoilers. I, I, I'm life was. I, I don't know if I, I. I don't know what I'm supposed to give away or not. But uh, life was a lot well, difficult. Let's, let, we could focus on the number one. And again, it is an era where life is difficult, right? And, and you know, if people people could read number one and already know that prohibition was in effect, apparently, because they, you know, homie was hanging in a place where he shouldn't have. You know. Uh, yes. Yeah. He was. Um, but I, I guess, look, I, I want, there were a lot of injustices back then. There's, there's, there are a lot now, mm. right? But compared to 100 years ago, my, we've come a long way. And yes. it's important to not forget the past and uh, be, be forgiving, like, like be proud of what we've achieved, but never stop working forward. And of I wanted course. to put some of that element into it. Oh, you definitely do throw in that, that stuff in there. Uh, you see it, I mean, even in the use of words, once people get into the story, they will understand why that usage, again, it was the error, and then see what was going on. And it's like, oh, snap, wait a minute. And, you know, book volume one, again, you, you, you really care for Rudy and, and his story. It's just, it's that deep. But then now with volume two, that's going to be on the Kickstarter tomorrow, you know, Rudy is back um, for the sequel. And basically, he's coming back to the boxing ring as the mad count. But wow, this story really take a turn. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes. Wow. I mean, so without giving too much away, of course, I mean, did you have this story already written in your head right after you did volume one? Or did you oh, take some time to really dig in? No, no. It was the whole thing was, was written in one long. It was all finished. It's meant to be one oh, book. Oh, Wow. But what, what happened was the artist had some personal issues. He had to take a few years off, um, which is why the big delay. But now ah. it's finished and, uh, and we're ready to go. Um, also, frankly, and this is for independence, um, I was a bit too ambitious with it because, okay, look at Stephen King's book, The Stand. That's probably his masterpiece, but it's, it's yes. that thick, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or so is it. Um, if you put that as two different books, it, 
yeah, it, the first book will sell a lot more than the second because that always happens. There's always, always a drop off. But economically, the print cost alone of doing that big may be on a certain price point beyond, uh, for people. So yeah. you have to take not just the creative element in mind, you have to make, uh, factor in the, the um, commercial element as well. So theatrics is, is, was meant to be one book, but as it happened, we had to split it into two, and it's probably a better decision for doing it that way. I mean, and listen, I couldn't put it down. And uh, I, I, need, I need now both volumes in one. I need an omnibus of this bad boy. Because it would look beautiful on the shelf because it is a great book. And again, it's not a short read, folks. This is not a 60-pager. This is way beyond that. You're really getting value for your dollar here, I, I think. You know? Thank you. So oh, well, I, I do do that. I'm a bit silly with my Twisted Darks. I, I, they're all 200 pages, each volume. I, I like. To, <laughs> this uh, is the I'm, guy that said, I didn't know I wanted to write comics. And he's doing 200-page graphic novels. Holy shit. I love it. Bro, and, and you don't do that intentionally. It's just the the pen keeps writing, huh? Oh, I I have. So for Twisted Dark, there's 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 um, volume eight in production right now. But I've written up to at least volume thirteen, fourteen. I have oh, wow. I have so many stories in in um in in, in rough format laid out. And what I've done is. I'm so geeky because I used to be. I have master's engineering, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, so I, I have everything. I even write in Excel. I don't write in Word. I write in Excel. Oh um, wow! Damn. Yeah. I, 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 tools and tactics. So I have this master spreadsheet which has the, there's 120 recurring characters in the series, and then down this side there's all the stories, and then you can filter it by timeline or by character, and so you can oh, see how damn. all the stories interact with each other in a massive matrix. Holy shit, bro! I mean, I, listen. Excel is one of my weakest points when it comes to the, so I mean I look at it and I'm already sweating like oh god I hate Excel. <laughs> Man, you're telling me you got this whole organized sheet of where characters and how they link. I mean, that's insane. I cannot imagine how this page must look. <laughs> that's insane. It freaks people out. But, uh, but the way I write in Excel as well, like I have a friend who calls me a lunatic for writing in Excel, but I think it's more efficient because so, okay, this is interesting. Uh, there's no, in, in TV and film, there's a way of writing screenplays or teleplays. If you do not write it in that format, no one will look at it. They always won't look at it. Mm. They get so much material. With comics, there is no set way of writing comics. You can have many different ways. And Brian Michael Bendis does a great little uh, lecture on this and it shows different styles. One guy, I, I couldn't believe this. He wrote, this is all the panels that happen and leaves the artist to pick which, how many panels per page and the sizes. That, that's how they, that particular writer chose to write. Other writers are very specific, where, where they say, this, this is page seven, this has got six panels, and panel one, this happens, whatever. Other writers are do the Marvel method and say, on page one, this, happen, or, this happens, and they just leave it for the artist to figure it out. It, mm. There's no way of doing it. The way I do it is I write it all in Excel, and I know which panels I want, and I have it automatically number it. So I can just, it goes 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, 2.1. Okay, so page one has three panels. And, uh, and I put these little buttons in there. So if I need to, to lengthen it or shorten it, I can automatically without having to retype anything. Because fundamentally, I'm lazy. <laughs> but, but, but when you build that, though, that's not laziness. You, you only, let's see, so you get busy to be lazy later. <laughs> yes. There you go. I love that, though. It's kind of cool. And I'm pretty sure your artists must appreciate that type of direction. Do they? So when it comes to direct, well, most artists, do, uh, they find it very visually orientated. 
Um, some, to be honest, don't because people have different preferences. So you have to respect that. Uh, but what the descriptions, sometimes I'm very specific and I, I'll take a photograph or, or use something from the internet and say, this is what I want, explain it. Sometimes I leave it completely blank and just have the dialogue speaking and let the artist come up mm-hmm. with what they think works. And if they want, if they, they always have the option, if they want me to be more specific, I will. But it's like having a, a line of dialogue. I can, I can write it and I can say it, but you give that to an actor, an actor will say it way better than I ever could. Oh, hell Artists yeah. <laughs> are more visual than me. So I should let them express themselves in, in a way that I could never do. Absolutely. I mean, do you dabble in drawing at all, or do you just write a writer, period? Um, I, I tried it. No, I don't. No. Because no, I, <laughs> I try, but no. They ain't me. I'm a writer. Awesome. I love it. So you're going to launch this amazing book tomorrow. I mean, are you ready to put this out into the world tomorrow? Do you know what? I now have, a, 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 like Raymond is, is and Kenny are masterminding this, and Hector, I, I used to, doing Kickstarter, I, I'd call everyone up in advance, and I'd, you know, the more, the further I get into this, I'd rather just make the product and have the rest of the team push things forward. I have no idea how well it's going to go tomorrow. If it goes brilliantly, it's all on them. If it fails, yeah, they'll blame me for it. Of course. <laughs> it's almost like a marriage, right? If it goes good, we did it as a couple. If it went bad, it's all your fault. <laughs> Don't you love it? Jesus Christ. Man, I'm really excited because I've seen right now, I see there's over 76 followers just anticipating when this bad boy goes live on the Kickstarter. And folks, you got to look it up easy. Go to Kickstarter. It's Theatrics Volume 2. You're going to take a trip back. To the 30s. I mean, and, and, you know, elegance of Hollywood, or is it? And, and the roughness of when boxing was considered a poor man's sport. I mean, tell that to, to Money Mayweather now, right? <laughs> Why did he have that fight with Logan so, Paul? He doesn't need them. Uh, he just wants more money. He's, he wants to carry that million-dollar bag with him. And I always tell people jokingly, don't take this because I don't want something to happen to him and then I get blamed. But I always say, yo, you walk around with a million-dollar bag in front of me, you know, you ain't leaving my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just thought he's like one of the greatest boxers in history. Why? why? I, I, I was surprised he did that. Yeah, I mean, it was clownish. Um, and then to not even knock the dude out that's, uh, you know, not a real boxer. I mean, you know, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> and maybe he was just being polite because he could have he could have destroyed him he's Floyd Mayweather I mean exactly I mean and the Paul brothers they're just you know wild swingers they, they, they remind me if you remember the, the old fighter what was it Butterbean yes heavyweight fighter he's, he wasn't a boxer he was just throw haymakers and you know hey if you got hit by one of them you know too bad for you <laughs> wasn't a boxer yeah it was a joke I mean but, but, you know, when it comes to Rudy, I wish Rudy was around because he would have smacked up Logan in no time and, and Mayweather and all of them. Because I, I think so. Rudy got, could take a punch. Yes, but he he shouldn't have beaten the champ. Um, and I, 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 blah, 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 blah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do interviews. <laughs> no, no. Well, we, we don't know if that's the case. If he beats or not. But how? I mean, if, if it even happens. Because, again, you got, if you read, Volume one, you see who Rudy is, and then the shenanigans of a Sam and what he pushes Rudy to get into, you know, to become this boxer, the mad count. And just, you know, it's, you know, I grew up with kids like this in the hood, if you, if you will, where people would tell them to act a certain way in order to get certain type of 
help. This was the exactly. shady 80s, you know, and, and, and people trying to, you know, one up the system. Um, and so that's kind of what you get here. You know, is somebody trying to one up the system? How are they trying to play this kid? What's wrong? What is, what is really going on in the world of Rudy and Sam and the boxing and the acting? Like, there's so much going on. And again, once you read volume two, you're going to need to go back to volume one and you're going to go, oh, shit. Oh, damn. I mean, Neil is a master of putting little eggs that you don't, you know, again, you did this all in one. I read two, went back to one, and then one, I was like, oh, snap, oh, snap. Connections, bro. You you put this together like a puzzle, like you said. On, you really worked on that Excel sheet for this one, too, I think, because you really put points together that kept me thoroughly entertained. The Atrix Volume 2 is definitely one of my favorite books I've read this year, for real. Well, thank you very much. Well, my favorite books are the ones I reread and I reread them because I get more from each time. So that's what I want to do with my writing is put stuff in so people can see, oh, that was the clue there. So they can get more from it. Uh, that, that's my yeah. goal. Uh, well, goal achieved, brother. Folks, please. I mean, you guys got to support this amazing book. Again, it's an independent publisher. And let me tell you, you know, uh, there, there is a lot of social conversation in, in, in a sense for the time. That makes sense even today. You're like, oh, damn, really? What's going on here? Look how it was. I mean, uh, have we learned from that time? Yeah, as Neil said, we've grown for sure. Uh, But we still have a lot, a lot of work to do as the human society. (laughs) You know, because that's what we are. We're humans. Earthlings first. Everything else is later. You know what I mean? Um, Earthlings? You call yourself an earthling? We're Earthlings. Yeah, listen, when the aliens come, everybody's going to forget about colors. It's going to be us versus them. You feel me? That's what's going to happen. I swear, this, this is what I feel. That's going to be the great unifier of humanity. When the aliens come, okay, those are really different from us. <laughs> everybody's all going to start and say, you know what? We have two arms and two legs, too. We, we, we just, we're all the same. We're just a different color. We all bleed red. But those aliens may not look like us. And that's going to be some scary shit. <laughs> so that's the premise of my other series called The Theory, by the way. Oh, shit, really? There we go. Oh, man, you're hooking me, bro. So, so it, it's... Um, this is all I'm planning. Let me have a quick... Let's do it. Let's do it, kiddo. Yeah. This Thank is, you. It's, now- it's out later this year. This is... um. Oh. So Hold this on. is... Let me it, it's that short stories all tied together, but basi- basically, this is... um, It's set oh, in the future cool. where um, humanity has can travel faster than light, and... It's it's like the land grab in America back in the day. If you go and claim a planet that's really far away, that's that's it's yours. yours. But Ooh. there's the United Nations, which is trying to say, look, we will splinter into. It's going to be dangerous, and then there's no protection. If you're part of the United Nations, that planet is protected by you know security as well and okay. trade and like because they think where where goods cross borders, boots don't cross borders. Ah, um, okay. Uh, but the thing is that what they found is they've actually found many planets with dead civilizations of aliens, intelligent ones, many. Mm. Not a single living alien has ever found. Not a single one. Mm. And one of the plot lines is this asteroid archaeologist, and her job is to find out why these other alien civilizations collapsed so humans can try and avoid the same fate. Mm-hmm. But the turning point is, is when they finally find a living alien species. And that's where it really gets interesting. Oh, my God. Okay, I need this book in my life. When is this one coming out? <laughs> uh, you have to ask Raymond as well. I don't know. I just do no, making. I don't do the distribution or marketing. Gotcha. All right. I got to, yo, you got to, you got to drop in uh, some, some stuff because I want you back for that one. Because, you know, now you made me feel better. Maybe I'm not as crazy as I think then, you know? <laughs> oh, no, you are. Oh, shit. Hey, mega nuts over here. Where, pa? Let's get it done. Um, 
See, but yeah, I, I'm digging it, bro. I love everything that T-Pub does. I mean, you guys are really unique in what you, you, you're bringing to the game. Um, and, and really independent as well. You have a flavor for everybody in the T-Pub comics universe. Now, anything within the T-Pub comic universe, um, like unified, or is it all separate universes? Um, it's mostly separate universes. Okay. I'm not... Okay, I'll say. I don't know. If I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say because the producer. But okay, Twisted Dark and the theory are connected. So that's a massive thing. And there's also a third oh. spin-off, Twisted Fantasy, which is all connected. So you have three different oh. franchises: um, psychological thriller drama, you have science fiction, and you have fantasy. But the worlds all actually connect with each other. Um, oh, nice! All other titles are separate. Oh, I like that, man. So this is basically the. Uh, the, the beginnings of the Gibson verse, <laughs> right? The Gibson cut. There we go. The Gibson cut. Well, Love well, it. I'll be honest, though. I prefer now. Um, so I actually prefer editing to writing. The truth is I, I can write easily. Oh, really? It's very good for me. Okay. I, I do these five-minute story challenges where you give me a name, phrase, occupation, object, and um, location. And in five minutes, I have to write your story. Um, oh, cool. So I do that at conventions. But I have more fun reading other writers work and helping them get better that is more fun for me that's growth the thing i care about most Absolutely. Um, so that's more fun and there's a happy medium where i co-write with people uh so like raymond uh, we wrote this the series coming out again later this year called amputation capital that's his idea and it's set in the world where so la is the film capital of the world it's the porn capital of the world and it's also in this universe the flesh capital of the world Ooh. and this is where world celebrities if they're down their luck especially if they're flash in the pan celebrities they can sell body parts what <laughs> legally so they can sell part of their ear or they can sell you know a, a finger or something who and needs nfts right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and uh it's what happens when a mist actually decides to sell some i'm not gonna give a, i'm not i'm not gonna give spoilers away sorry i'll let Rachel no spoil it yeah, we're gonna get some good stuff. That's that's what Neil's just trying to say. It's, it's definitely gonna be some some amazing stuff. Neil's fun over here. He's like, I don't want to mess it up, but I gotta talk. Oh, but I love it. Uh, <laughs> I should have these interviews, right? I, um... <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, folks, he didn't realize he was gonna be live. You know that because that's how I do. So you know, I got him a little nervous at first. <laughs> you know, snap. You know, but you know how we do at Comic Crew. It's it's all about just bringing real people, awesome people, amazing creators like Neil on here. You know. And, Yo, you've been an awesome guest, bro. I really appreciate your time today. You know, so talk about T-Pub, talk about the Atrix, and, you know, all these little scoops we got about the future of T-Pub. I mean, folks, please visit tpubcomics.com. I mean, find out everything that's going on in the world of T-Pub, you know, right right here on, on the socials that his folks manage, all right? And, and of course, tomorrow, Kickstarter, the Atrix Volume 2. Folks, trust me on this one. This is something you really are going to want to read. And it's definitely going to be a, a, a book that I think you guys are going to come back and say, wow, that was awesome. So uh, please support it. Now, uh, Neil, any last pieces of advice or words you would like to leave to our listeners today? In terms of what? In terms of just you know, being a creator or, or finding your hustle or a lesson you've learned. Oof, that's a big question. Um... I, I think a, a lot of 
I think you need to work to your strength. So like a, a real professional knows that they can't navigate the legal contracts that well. So they hire a lawyer or they hire an accountant or they hire a publicist. Uh, what are you good at? Some creators love social media. I, I, I don't. Um, what is it that you're best at? What do you love doing? And critically, what are you not good at that you need to do? So don't do something that you hate because you, you can't maintain that long term. You'll never get great at it. But know what you're good at and then find partnerships and people who can help you and help each other. That's what I suggest. They, you know, listen, that's great advice. It's just the truth. I mean, again, you know, you work towards your, 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 your best skills. And if you have someone on your team that, hey, that's their great skill. Hey, let's, let's work collaboratively. I mean, that's what I have on the Comic Crusaders on the Cover Capes team. I am blessed to have an amazing team of people that I, that I have the honor of calling not, not contributors or anything, but actual family. Those are my brothers and sisters right there from other mothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So much respect to you and your team. Um, folks, again, you know, do it. Do it. You got to do it. Let me do this quick screen share before you go. Just real quick, right? Folks, this is the Kickstarter, right? It's waiting. So right here, to notify me on launch so you could immediately go ahead and uh, throw in there your, your, your change to, to get this amazing book. I mean, look at this dude. I mean, Rudy's uh, got an after face, and you need to learn why and, and what happens. Because again, it's gonna it's gonna surprise you. Definitely surprised me, and I, I really didn't know I was gonna enjoy this book that much. It, it was fantastic. So I want to thank you again for uh, coming on today, sharing a bit about yourself, T Pub, the creative process. You're amazing, Neil. Thank you again. Thank Appreciate you. It. it. No, no, absolutely. And folks, again, Kickstarter, manana. All right, follow Neil, even though he doesn't talk much, Twisted Neil. But, of course, check it out at T-Pub Comics, where you can find out all the good stuff that's coming out, you know, uh, via the T-Pub brand, as well as visiting the website, tpubcomics.com. And, of course, folks, you know what to do. Check out comiccrusaders.com for the latest and greatest on all comic book and pop culture news. Visit our extended podcast family over at undercovercapes.com. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel turn on them notifications at the bottom por favor would appreciate it and of course visit the google play store for the comic crusaders app yep you get all things comic crusaders all in the palm of your hand that's right it's only available on the play store for now ios is coming soon yes i know i'm the anti-apple but i'm still gonna put it on apple why not all right <laughs> with that i'm out mega much love bro thank you guys for tuning in Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this Comic Crusaders production. For real-time news on all things pop culture, please feel free to follow us on social media. For articles, original content, merchandise, and more, please go to www.comiccrusaders.com. Also follow along with all of the websites in the Comic Crusaders family. As always, if you like this content, please click like and subscribe to the Comic Crusaders YouTube channel.